Welcome to the Tax Sell Podcast, where tax sell investing is made easy. My name is Casey Dimon. I'm a tax sell veteran, expert, and trainer. I'm the author of the Tax Sell Playbook, founder of the Tax Sell Academy, and I am your host right here on the Tax Sell Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. At the conclusion of this podcast, if you're looking to learn more about investing in tax defaulted real estate, just head on over to taxcellacademy.com. That's taxcellacademy.com. Today we are talking about funding ideas, specifically funding ideas for those that don't have any cash or very, very little. Tax sell investing is, well, it's investing, right? That means that you're investing in real estate, tax defaulted real estate. In most cases, it means that you're investing capital with the intention of getting your original capital back plus more, your profit, right? That's why we invest to make money. But as you'll see in today's episode, there are a number of different ways that you can actually invest despite what your bank account says. Now, I want to be very clear and upfront with you, however. If you have $100,000 to invest, you're going to have a much, much easier time getting into this business than someone would say $100. With that said, it's very frustrating on my end that the people that come to me with lots of money usually will put in lots and lots of effort. But the people who have no money will put in no effort. And maybe that's the reason that their finances are where they are in the first place. But what you understand is that the investor with little to no funds must be prepared to work substantially harder than everybody else. They are not just becoming tax investors, but now they're, yes, becoming investors as well as somebody who is capable of finding capital. It's essentially two new skills to learn, but it's not twice as hard. It's more like five or 10 times more difficult. And I'll touch on this more as we move forward. But once you understand that if you are starting out with limited funds or no funds, you're starting out with a disadvantage. There's no way around that fact. That means you must outwork everybody else. If you want to be lazy and start with no money, it's not going to work in this business. Another thing to note is that the area that you invest in will have a huge impact on your financial ability to invest there. If you're buying a tax lien in a very rural area, you can find them in many areas less than 100 bucks. But if you're buying a foreclosed mansion in a large city, you might actually need a million dollars or more. And remember when I said you'll have to work harder just a few seconds ago? Yes, this is one of those things that you must work harder on. People ask me all the time, where can I find the cheap stuff at? My answer, look, do your own research. Put in your own effort. Search all 2,200 plus counties in the U.S. until you find exactly what you want. Put in the work. If you can't find the properties that you can afford, then you don't need to be in this business. There are tens of thousands of properties available right now for very, very little money. If you can't find those properties, that means you are not putting in the effort required. And again, you probably shouldn't be in this business because it all goes back to what I said earlier. If you start off with a little or no capital, you must be prepared to outwork everybody else. All right, let's get to some of the strategies that will help you invest even if you're currently broke. The first strategy, very simple, make more money elsewhere. I know you're probably rolling your eyes right now and that's okay, but here's the deal. The easiest way to come up with the capital required to invest in tax defaulted real estate is simply to make more money and put it aside. It's that simple. 
Need more money? Go out and make it or spend less or do both. Again, you don't need $50,000. You can start with $100 or maybe even less depending on your area and your objectives and your ability to go out and find properties. What can you do to make money? Start a weekend or maybe an evening business, mowing yards, pressure washing, shoveling snow, babysitting, tutoring, working a second job, driving Uber, whatever it is. What about an online business? Maybe Fiverr or Upwork, Etsy, eBay, there's lots and lots of different places. If you provide a service, sell it to other people, make money. If you can't provide a service, maybe you don't have any talents or anything like that, find stuff on Craigslist and flip it on eBay. Whatever you have to do, make money. Right now is the easiest time in the history of the world to make money, in my opinion. It's time to humble yourself. People come to me and they say, I don't have any money to invest. And my response, generally after a little bit of digging, is that they're working 20 or 30 hours a week. What are you doing the rest of the time? Go out there, get a job, make money, and create that money that you can now invest in tax-faulted real estate. Too many people think they are too good for a second job, or they think they're too good to do anything that I just mentioned. And those are just a few of the things, right? All right, I'm going to move on from this one because it kind of gets me worked up and it gets me all excited. But what I want to tell you is that the money is out there to be made. You can make it in a variety of different places. There's thousands of places you make money. Take that money and then put it in to tax defaulted real estate. Now, it might not be enough to buy every single tax sale property you want, but understand it will get you started. Go out there and find the money utilizing your abilities, your labor, whatever you have to make that money. All right, the next option is to utilize your credit. If you have average to good credit, this one's really going to be useful for you. Did you know that in some areas you can actually invest in tax to real estate using a credit card to buy tax liens and tax deeds? Yep, that's right. Just like you swipe that Visa or MasterCard at checkout to buy groceries, you can swipe that same MasterCard, Visa card, whatever you have, at checkout when you're buying a tax defaulted piece of real estate. And this is actually one of the ways that I personally got started. I used my visa to buy a tax deed property. I would sell it a short time later. I would repay the card and then put the profit into a separate account. There's nothing else mixed into it. It'd go into a separate account until I was able to build that account up high enough where I could use just those funds and I stopped using my credit cards. Now you can check with your county or their auction company, whoever they utilize, to see if they accept credit cards directly. If they don't, you could always use a cash advance to fund those purchases if your credit card offers that service. And if your credit is good enough, you can even take advantage of the various promotions that many credit card companies offer, such as a 0% term for maybe six months or 12 months, or maybe a balance transfer, that kind of thing. Now, obviously, you must have a very solid plan to resell the property very, very quickly so your profits don't get eaten up by those high interest rates. And of course, if you don't have the self-control to repay the credit card the moment that you sell a property, this approach probably isn't gonna be the best for you. But consider utilizing those credit cards. Other options involving your credit outside of credit cards can include a signature bank loan. Go down to your bank, just borrow some money. A home equity loan, if you have real estate that has some sort of equity attached to it, and home equity loans are actually one of the preferred methods by many of my students. They'll take out a home equity loan for $20,000, dollars $50,000, use it, repay it, use it again, and they'll keep going a never-ending cycle by investing 
other people's money or OPM. Another option is, of course, peer-to-peer -peer lending groups and a variety of other different possibilities. Now, the last one might be the most beneficial for you, depending on your situation, and that's to find a partner. Now, before we go into detail about this, let me lay it out for you. You're the new tax investor who has no money. You find a partner that will invest with you. Now, that partner will loan you the money, and likely they'll also have their name onto the deed of the property. But you do everything. You find the property, you put in the work, you do all the inspections, you sell the property, everything, right? Then you take a very small percentage of that net profit. That's the arrangement in a nutshell. Now, this partner could be somebody as familiar as your rich uncle or a friend or another family member, that kind of thing. It could also be someone who's completely unknown to you prior to you seeking that person out. Maybe ask for a few references, that kind of stuff. And depending on that person, you'll likely need to utilize slightly different strategies to help make that deal happen. First and foremost, if you're going to be using a partner and you're the one providing the sweat equity or the knowledge, well, it's pretty important that you are able to provide that sweat equity and that knowledge. You're the one who must know everything possible about this business. You don't want to use OPM, other people's money, as we refer to it, as a way to learn or try to learn about this business and try to figure out what you're doing. That's a great way to get yourself into a lawsuit. Instead, do everything that you can to learn what you're doing. There shouldn't be anything that is unexpected to you or any situations that you can't easily solve. Even if that means that you need to first invest in some sort of formal education. But once you have become as close to a tax sell expert in your area as possible, then it's time to review some previous results and come up with a viable and conservative plan that includes numbers and projections that you know you can hit and then develop some sort of presentation for potential partners to ensure them and to remind them, let them know you're the one that knows what's going on in this business. Then once somebody agrees, work out some sort of written arrangement with them. Understand that you probably won't and you probably shouldn't get 50% of the profits as a new investor. If you think you're gonna learn this business, borrow somebody else's money and then split the profits evenly, you probably have some disappointing news that is coming to you. The partner has much more risk in their eyes when you're just starting out. And even if you accept, say, 10% of the net profits, you're still going to come out much better than if you didn't have a partner in the first place because at least you're now involved. The end goal, of course, is to get to the point where you can either increase your profit split and or eventually make your own investments without outside capital if that's what you want to do. Now, I did a complete episode on working with partners that I highly suggest you take the time to listen to. It's episode number 79 in the podcast. The best thing about tax sell investing outside, of course, of the lucrative returns is that this isn't a business just for the big players. Yes, some are involved, but I started with very little money. I've also had students who started with very little money. Many actually had no money and used the exact same strategies that I discussed today to get started. So I don't want you to get discouraged because of your perceived lack of capital. The money is there for you to invest. It might not be in your account yet, but it is there. You just have to go out and now find it. The strategies that we discussed today are just a few. There are many, many others. We talk about some of them in Taxel Playbook, and of course we go over lots of them inside the Taxel Academy. Part of being successful in this business is learning to be creative. That's one of the big things that I always teach about. Find a way to be creative. Find a way to do it 
on your own. We need creativity in what we buy, how we buy it, how we market it, how we sell it. And yes, we need to utilize creativity in funding and growing our tax sale business. But at the beginning of the podcast, where I told you it would require additional effort if you start with little or no money, that applies so, so much. And I truly want you to understand that. Put forth a crazy amount of effort to find a way to come up with the funding. Be creative or go out there and seek out whomever you need to get you a partner. Call your credit card companies. Do whatever you have to do. Make that extra money. If you're having trouble finding a partner, go to somebody else, then somebody else, then somebody else. Eventually, somebody will say yes. It might take you 100 or 200 or 300 potential partners, whatever it is, but at some point, if you can demonstrate your knowledge enough, if you perfect your pitch to these folks, you will find a partner. Just keep pushing forward. The opportunities in this business are there for the taking. It is now your job to go out there and find a way to take advantage of those opportunities. Go out there, do it, find that partner, use that credit card, make that money, do whatever you have to do to get into this business. Again, the opportunity is there for the taking. It is all yours. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am so thankful for the opportunity to help teach you about this incredible business. Guys, I have lots and lots of incredible resources down below in the show notes. And if you're looking to get started right now, of course, Tax Cell Playbook, you can pick up at TaxCellAcademy.com or go to that same website, TaxCellAcademy.com and join the Academy for our most comprehensive step-by-step training. On another note, if you are enjoying this podcast, please do me a huge favor. Take just a few seconds out of your day to leave us some positive feedback on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to us on. Thanks again for listening. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.